4: Welcome to another edition of the Spurs Chat podcast, hosted by Chris Cowling. Chris will be discussing everything Tottenham Hotspur, with special guests, club news, transfer news, legend interviews, match previews and post-match analysis. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment and subscribe. If you're listening to this on an audio platform, please hit that follow button. And remember to check out the channel sponsors William Hill, One Football, Live Football on TV, and Zooch Converters. Now for today's show.
1: Welcome back to the channel.
5: Hope you're all keeping safe and well. So, the uh, transfer window is now officially open in England. Spurs have got two deals over the line. And uh, reports have just come out stating that Spurs are close to a third signing. Now, in this episode, I began through all of the week's news with three very special guests. Let's introduce them. First up, we've got Lee the Boston Spurs YouTuber. Lee, how are you? How are you?
6: Yeah, hi, Chris. Good to be back. It's been a, been a while since I've been on. But yeah, it's good to be back. All good.
5: And we've also got entertainer Gary Maloney with us. Gary, how are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. How, how are you? <laughs> All right, I'm really well, thanks. <laughs> good, good,
5: good. And we've also got Richard Whitehead, MBE, with us again. Rich, how are you doing?
2: Yes, mate. Customary beer in hand, all good. Looking forward to the new season, obviously. Got the shirt on ready. Let's go, season boys.
5: <laughs> Rich, before we get into uh, today's show, in a couple of weeks, you have got an event going on, Run with Rich. Tell us all about it.
2: I have, mate. And I think you're signed up, aren't you? Ready to go? Yeah. After, after your holiday, looking nice and trim, so I'm looking forward to seeing your running technique. But yeah, I've got a uh, run with Rich event on the 25th of June, home Pierpont in sunny Nottingham. So any Spurs fans that are around Nottinghamshire East Midlands, come down or and enrol. Come on my Instagram or Twitter, and there's a link there. Enrol and come and see me and Chris jog around home Pierpont.
5: <laughs> That'd be good. Looking forward to it.
2: Rich, I want to start the show with you. Um, The Guardian have just released a report stating
5: that Tottenham have agreed a deal to sign Jed Spence from Middlesbrough. Fee for the England under-21 right-back is around £20 million. Uh, The 21-year-old was named in the PFA uh, Championship Team of the Year. Your thoughts on this signing?
2: Yeah, so I know a little bit about Jed Nottingham boy myself. Uh, So seeing him last season... Uh, Coming to the, the Forest team, transformed the team on that side. Um, Nottingham Forest last season, a very expansive uh, team in the second half of the season. Uh, he was part of that, um, very attacking down that side, um, always willing to go forward. Um, obviously, some great displays last year against, against Arsenal, as well as some of the Premier League sides, showed his pedigree, very young still. As, as Chris just said. And um, I think for me, um, it shows Spurs' intent for next season. Um, still going down that development, developmental side player, um, but also, I think, really going after the players that, obviously, Antonio wants. Antonio wanted him, and um, I think he's going to be a benefit um, to the team. I think he might slot straight in. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll just see what, obviously other recruitment strands come in play. But yeah, really exciting, exciting play. I think the Spurs fans that haven't seen a lot of them up to this point are going to be uh, surprised. Lots of energy, lots of attitude and he's uh, going to terrorise some uh, some of the teams next season in the Premier League. And Champions League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Lee, let's come to you. Um, Now, if Tottenham do get
5: this uh, sign over the line, um, that would be our third signing of the summer window so far. And of course, as I said earlier, um, the window only opened officially in the UK today. Um, Have you been impressed with Tottenham's business so far?
6: I don't know about impressed. I've been shocked to, to be honest with you. I, you know, I wasn't expecting um, <clears throat> action so quickly in the in the you know in the close season. But I'm happy. You know, at the end of the day, like we've all said, and I, and I think Conte being Conte, we've all been really excited about what he's managed to do with the team uh, and the squad. So we're all saying that if he wants him, I'm happy. You, you know, you know, whoever he wants, if he's if that's the player he wants, if he's the person choosing them. With Paratici, then I'm all in, mate. I, you know, I, I don't yeah. care who he wants. You know, he can bring him every he wants in, and I'll I'll accept it for now and see how we go from there. But yeah, I, I shocked but excited to see some real movement, um, albeit a couple of a couple of free signings and a, and a potentially a quite a low uh, fee with with Spence. But you know, let's let's see where it goes. I mean, it's early days, isn't it? At this rate.
5: Are you surprised, though, Lee, that um, we've signed Ivan Perisic, a 33-year-old uh, left wing back, and now um, it looks like we're going to get this deal over the line for a 21-year-old uh, right wing back? And where do you think that leaves the likes of Matt Doherty and Emerson Royale? Uh,
6: I mean, <clears throat> personally, I've, I've not been a fan of, uh, of of Emerson. I think he got better at the towards the end of the season, um, but I, I struggled with him over the course of time. I still felt he was better than Aurier, who I really didn't like. Um, But I think, you know, one of those guys has got to go. And I think probably Doherty has shown a little bit more, a little Mm. bit more um, to, to kind of warrant um, Conte, maybe sticking with him. And I think what he likes is the players that are um, prepared to try, that are prepared to work, that are prepared prepared to go with what he's, what he's asking. Um, Doesn't necessarily want someone who's all flair and, you know, all that sort of of malarkey. He he wants someone who's going to knuckle down and do the business. So, for me i think is the one who's going to stay uh, i think emerson will probably move on and then that gives us still that bit of balance with with uh, <coughs> being that bit older um, with spence being younger you know I, I think that gives that balance and that's why you've got the the younger one on the left as well as a, as well as an older one and to be honest i know i'm rambling but the thing with the with the 33s i mean you know that's no age not in today's modern game with with the fitness and the and all the nutrition oh, yeah. these guys do you know, and I think yeah. it's one of the things we've always needed is some some real experience. Uh, and that's what's let other sides down, mentioning you no know, names, <clears throat> Arsenal. So, you know.
2: Um, I think in. Doherty gives us a little bit more versatility. I think, um, I know somebody's really passionate about Doherty, aren't you, Chris? Now you've got a shirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not a massive fan, to be honest. I think towards the end of the season, before his injury, he showed that versatility of coming inside and and. And uh, joining up the play a little bit. I think it um, actually surprised how well he did play and I think you mm. rightly I think Doherty will stay um, whether they're trying cashing on Emerson before his um, value goes down, I'm not sure.
5: Gary, let's come to you. Um, as, a, as I said there, the Guardian have reported that Tottenham have agreed a deal to buy dead Spence. Um, what do you make
0: of this deal if it does get done? Listen, I'm just glad Richard knew a lot about him because I know nothing to be honest with you. <laughs> but I've, had, I've looked at his little reels and stuff. And look, at the end of the day, it boils down to the fact we can all have our opinions. That's what the show's about. Like but ultimately, it's like what Lee said. I'm just going to trust in Conte. I mean, if he decides he wants to keep Dockett in the team, great. If he decides he wants to get rid of Sanchez, great. What I will say is even with the players that we had, and we all know the ones we're talking about. We, you talk about Dyer and Ben Davis and players like that. I mean, we all wanted them out of the door. But the, he has transformed them players. So I'm, I'm not a great fan of Royale. I'm not a great fan of Docherty. But who's to say pushing on this season under Conte, they may not get better and may improve. Because, you know, like what Richard said, just before we got that injury, Docherty, he actually wasn't doing too bad. He actually was playing all right. Do you know what I mean? And even Royale, I know it was only the last couple of games or whatever, but also improved. Um, there's some players I personally don't think he can do anything with, and that's like Sanchez. But that, again, that's just my personal opinion. But the bottom line is, Chris, and, and like we will all agree, if Conte decides he wants five in, five out, whoever he decides, you have to back him because at the end of the day, that's why he's on the big money. And and you know, he hasn't got anything wrong so far, has he? That's what we've Absolutely. been calling out
6: for, it? That's what we've been calling out for, a manager who's gonna make a decision uh, yep, and call the shots, and not just and, Levy and... trying to trying to boost the income or look for a, a sell on or whatever. We want someone who's making a decision about the players they want to play in their system.
0: You're right, and it, and it speaks volumes when Nuno came in and you saw how we deteriorated to when Conte came in and we was in ninth. I mean, I laugh when I say ninth place. I mean, we often joke about it, Chris, when you think, you know, all that travelling and, Lee, we were talking to you at the time with the Europa Conference games. That doesn't seem like the same season. How on earth did Conte come in and we was ninth and we finished fourth with Champions League football? So if he wants to get the tea lady in to sort out injuries, get the tea lady in. I couldn't give a monkey's because... He obviously knows what he's doing. It's mental. We
5: have, we have a magician. That's what it is, Gary. <laughs> I
0: know. I just, I generally, you know, all season, Chris, I said the best we was going to achieve is six, and he, he well, outdone what I thought. You know, I, I take my hat off to him because it's, it's, it's almost incredible what what he's done. And and do you know what? Yes, you know, Eric Dyer I was the first to be screaming at Dyer and Ben Davis and players like that, but. You know, there's some players I don't think can be fixed, like Winks and Sanchez, my personal opinion. But a lot of them other players, I wouldn't mind keeping hold of Royale Doherty because under Conte, I, you know, I do think they, there are players there as well. Do you know what I mean? So, I we
2: think don't want five they... right wing backs there, do we, mate? We need to kind of, we need well, to move um, people. Well, I think what, there's what that is, as well. Yeah, I think we need to <clears throat> upskill the side. And um, if Conte thinks that, Next season we want to push not just for fourth, third, second, whatever whatever his expectations for the side in the league, then third, reckon, he needs yeah. to have yeah, he needs to have the, the team. I think Jed Spence, I'm telling you now, yeah. great, dynamic, takes on players, brave, can cross the ball, goes to the byline. Yeah. I, I think I think Kane's gonna have a lot more service with him in the side. Um, yes, yeah, I mean, he's I... young, yes, he's naive, but he's an upgrade on the ones we've got at the moment for sure. I was gonna ask that exact just...
5: question. I was going to ask that exact question, Rich. Um, for you, does Jed Spence walk straight into this Tottenham Hotspur starting eleven ahead of Matt Doherty and Emerson Royale?
2: So, I've, I've seen comments, obviously, from the guys that's, that's on at the moment. And I know it's a kind of mixed... Mixed. Um, I think, from what I've seen, um, it might be a transitional period in the first couple of games, maybe, mm. with if Doherty's fit. Doherty might be more of a... Uh, a stable kind of approach in that position Um, and then Jed will kind of definitely come in and is a future in that position if that's what Conte wants Um, I think he's seen something in in him that he really likes Um, and that's the same as Ryan really, obviously Conte's kind of gone with Sessignon and gone actually Ryan is is a future England player, never mind Spurs starter Um, Mm. he believes in him, he sees something in him I think Ryan, he's got, he needs to be more confident in front of goal. He needs to kind of take those chances. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm still kind of a little bit. We paid a lot of money for him. He's not really showed that potential yet. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be slightly different. He's, he's more brave. I think, I think Ryan's more of a confidence player.
0: Yeah, he seems, and, he, I, he seems a bit oh, nervous God. like Sanchez, doesn't he? It's weird. Street. Can I just got ask it. a
6: question about, sorry, I'm jumping in, I oh know, apologies.
0: Can I no, ask a question on.
6: about about Jed Spence whilst we're talking about him? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things I've seen, people talking about his attitude. I yeah. don't know if you know anything about or right? A lot yep. of people are saying he's got a bad attitude and he's not very good in the, in the changing room, bit of a divisive kind of character. And yeah. that's one of the things that I worry about, if true, and I'm not saying it is true, but if true, yeah. because that can have a, such a detrimental effect on a, the unity of a, of a team and a squad. So, I mean, yeah, undoubtedly, I, someone like Conte would be able to sort that out. I'm, yeah, I'm
2: he, won't, sure. he won't stand for it. But I just... So I, so I, do you know I've got a, a bit of background that? on that. So, um, one of my close mates, who unfortunately is an Arsenal fan, he actually um, houses some of the under-23 under, under 23 lads. So, he knows uh, a lot about that kind of under-23s, but also some of the younger players that are in the forest side. And he said, Jed's... Um, he's, he's a colourful character. Uh, he's misrepresented in the media. Um, I think what it is is the attitude is towards doubters. That's what it is. He's obviously had mm. a lot of knockbacks with Warnock, yep. kind of saying that he's kind of he's going to waste his talent if he continues how he is. But I think Warnock is not, not Warnock's kind of player. That's what it was, and he, mm. um, Warnock wanted him to play in a certain way. Uh, very disciplined, not really kind of going forward with a ball. He wanted him to kind of... Warnock was, was all about this kind of long ball kind of rubbish when he was manager. And, yeah. and for me, just wasn't kind of his style of player. Yeah, I, I think discipline-wise, Conte's done his due diligence on Jed Spence for sure. Uh, he's been watched on numerous times. I think we'll be fine. If he signed.
1: Fair enough.
2: Which is... <laughs> door on tour
5: and please do check out his YouTube channel. He's a Nottingham Forest fan says Spence was great at Forest and needs a good manager around him. And Conte is a good manager to deal with him. Um, for 20 mil- Rich, for 20 million pounds, I feel that this is an absolute bargain of a player of this quality and 21 as well and in English.
2: Yeah. And, and, and uh, our friend Lee would tell you stats wise as well with obviously the goal threat, um, um, as well as obviously the kind of penetration it has through the lines, um, good going forwards and is disciplined uh, within that um, a back, whether it's back five or or what, whatever position he will play. I, I, I think you're right. It's it's uh, good business for the club if we get it over the line. Um, yep. Also, it's a it's a promising signing to to show that. The club, yes, are going to go for a different style of signing that kind of fits straight into the team. But also, we're still going to look towards these players that are going to be around the team for a long time. Now, a lot of comments are coming in asking the question, is it confirmed? It is not confirmed as yet.
5: Certainly not by uh, the football club or the likes of Fabrizio Romano, But the deal is very close. Uh, Let's hope this does get over the line. Um, Rich, just staying for you for, uh, for a second. Um, congratulations, you've just been named as the new patron of Spurs Ability and also you are modelling uh, the new Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> home shirt. Um, I want your thoughts on the shirt and, of course, Lee and Gary, give me your thoughts on the on the new home shirt as well. Um, Rich, let's start with you.
2: One thing, I'm a Nike ambassador, so <laughs> obviously it's the best home shirt that we've ever had. <laughs> um, okay, I um, agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think, obviously... Like the yellow kind of trim at first, sometimes you kind of see it and you go, actually, I'm I'm not really a big fan. On it looks great, especially being quite athletic. So you guys will all be fine with a new shirt on, for sure. Um, Yes, it's it's white, isn't it? It's white. And I think Spurs are always going to go for that kind of real, kind of distinctive white home shirt that we all love. Um, And the second question about Spurs' ability, I think it's really important that all fans have the. The, the platform to, to come to the stadium, watch the team, um, yeah. whatever uh, disability, gender, sexuality, the, the fans need to be um, unified and, and uh, support the team as one. And uh, yeah, really honoured to obviously be asked uh, to be the patron. And uh, I'll be uh, down, down mm-hmm. obviously, the club a lot more next season. And I I've it, yeah, I've so like, yeah, not really, really tagged it yet. <laughs> Good spot, Wayne. What Wayne, why did you, are you looking at me? Armpits. You didn't put it in the shop, did you? did
1: you? No, no. No. Rich, did you <laughs> pay you for that
2: or did you just pitch? nick it? Did you nick no, it? On I mean, the it's, up? It's, yeah, that's, it's still got it's still got the uh, the tag at the back. I'm yeah. not
0: surprised with how much it costs. You probably did rob it, didn't you? I mean you need a mortgage yeah. for these shirts. Don't you?
2: Mate, mate, that's why I'm a Nike ambassador. Yeah. Don't pay for nothing. Be
0: hundred and ten quid otherwise, <laughs> wouldn't it?
2: The the elite version.
0: Gary, Gary, your your thoughts on the shirt? Listen, the the Tottenham shirts, do you know what? It's so funny, right? When the kits come out, I find it quite amusing because whatever kit comes out, I'm always going to get them anyway. I've got a million and one kits, right? Old ones. I I prefer, personally, I prefer the retro ones, right? So I've got ones from years and years ago. I quite like those, but the new kits are never going to please everyone. Everyone always moans there's a bit of red on it because of Woolwich and X, Y and Z, but Ultimately, I always say to people, I always use this as a comparison. When you're moaning about the shirts, just remember the bruised banana shirt that Arsenal had to wear. And them fans, because that is by far the most repulsive shirt ever made for a person to wear. So any shirt we bring out.
2: It. They
0: love that. Uh, but they love it because they're Arsenal fans. They don't really love it, like <laughs> their club and their manager. It's just pretend. It's all, it's all nonsense. It's like them saying, oh, well, top four, you don't get a trophy. We didn't want top four anyway. Of course you did. Don't give it all that rubbish. Your shirt's crap. Your manager's crap. Anyways, this moved on to Woolwich all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> but, exactly. Go. I was going to say, I've asked about the shirt, yeah. and you're talking the about shirts. Arsenal
0: again, Gary. <laughs> the, shirts. the shirts, I love the shirts. They're nice. Um, I'm going to get home and away. I'll get the training shirts. I'll wear everything and anything. And probably like all of you, come Christmas and birthday, we're going to get something to top of them like we always do. So, oh, actually, let me just show you someone modelling a shirt which I had made, which is my cat. I don't know if you can see this. <laughs>
1: You
5: need There's to have shirt. Um, <laughs> Lee, Lee, let's come to you. Yeah. <laughs>
6: um, <laughs> How can I top any of that? You know,
5: <laughs> Lee, give me a sensible answer, please. Your, your thoughts on, the, on this season,
6: <laughs> mate? Listen, I, I'm a tight ass, right? I'm a proper year. I, I don't buy shirts, but the, the kids might buy me one for my birthday or Father's yeah. Day, that sort of thing. I, I don't buy them personally. I, I'm not a lot of money that, in it, but. Yeah, I mean, I only ever wear them if I'm on holiday. You know, <laughs> I might wear one round by the pool or whatever, just to wind Same. up. But you know, I, what can you do? A plain white shirt. I, you know, I'm happy with a plain white shirt. I don't care what they mm. do to it, as long as it's plain and white. So, yeah, yeah. bit of a killjoy. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, Lee, let's stay with you because um, only a couple of hours ago, Tottenham Hotspur put out an official announcement stating that Cameron Carter-Vickers has now left. Spurs. Um, He signed for Celtic on a permanent deal. He said, I'm so pleased to complete my move to Celtic and I cannot be happier. Um, We understand that the deal is £6 million initially. It could rise to £10 million. Um, I see this as absolutely fantastic business for us because, you know, the amount of money that we've got for him, um, you know, and let's be honest and frank about it, um, he wasn't anywhere near the Spurs starting 11, was he? No. I mean,
6: you know, how long has he been around around since he's eleven. And, uh, you know, he's never got anywhere near it. So, uh, you know, if you can pick 10 million quid up for a player who's never going to play in your team, then it's, it's money for our rope, isn't it? You know, it's, it's money in your pocket, ready for to add to the 150 million they reckon we've got invested. So, you know, it's a good bit of business. It's good for him as well, because at the end of the day, he's a player who wants to play football, right? I mean, he's picking up trophies. They might be Mickey Mouse, Scottish trophies. But, I mean, there's still trophies to him. So, you know, fair play to him. Good luck to the lad. I hope he does well. And if he goes on to better things, fair play to him, you know.
4: Yeah.
5: I would never, ever refer to any trophy as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Not guess, even the Elding Cup. Just, just sticking the... Just stirring well, the pot. Uh, it's, it's the, the last Cup I saw win. It's the last Cup <laughs> I saw us win, Harry. I know. I know. Oh, well, this season maybe, a. <laughs> Gary, let's come to you. Um, thoughts on our brand new sign, Fraser Forster. Yeah, brilliant. Um, listen, I think Hugo, you know, he's he's not going to replace Hugo yet. I think Hugo's probably got what do we think? One, maybe two more good years in him, I would say. But for a number two, brilliant, because um it just wasn't working with the other ones, was it really? I think he's a he's a good keeper, he'll be good. And and let's not forget, look, you know, we're in a lot of competitions when the season starts so you know for i mean we've really got to go on a really long good cup run this season i mean you know look i'm not i'm not expecting us to win the champions league by any means but we've got to be pretty much going for third spot and at least looking like we're going to try and win the FA cup or something and i think for that we we need a really good number 2 in um and with him i think we got it i you know he's good he's got a bit of european experience i don't know if we'll use him in the champions league i wouldn't have thought so but who who Gotta knows
6: got to be for the cups got, though, right?
0: got, yeah that's that's what i think i don't think he's going to get a look in premier league or but also you've got to take into account injuries and stuff like that you just don't know you know there there is that to take into account as well um so you know a bit of rotation and injuries I, I think he's brilliant and, and again amazing deal and, and i mean this all started before today when it you know officially opened so yeah. we, we you know it's it's been good to be positive. I'm happy. Gary,
5: Gary, does he give you more confidence being on the bench than Pierluigi Gallini?
0: Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't have a massive amount of confidence with Gallini, mate. There was a few big mistakes in there. And I just... I know it's unfair, and I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, and it might be because he's a goalkeeper, but there was a lot of soft shots that he let in, and I would look at that and think, Larice wouldn't have let that in. Now, I don't know if it's just because he's a goalkeeper, but Chris, I mean... <sighs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but some of them goals he let in home, mate, they were soft. They were. Yeah. yeah. They, they really were, you know. Um, and I think his Spurs fans, we, we like to give players and goalkeepers the benefit of the doubt, but he wasn't very good, mate.
5: He, he didn't break any fingers at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, did he? <laughs> I
0: wasn't going <laughs> to mention, <wasn't> gonna mention <laughs> that, mate. He th- was only five minutes in when you broke them fingers. <laughs> Is it, you
5: know, oh. Rich, Rich, let's come to you. Let's let's move on quickly.
1: Um, Fraser, Fraser
5: 34 years old. Um, he, he's come out and said, when a team like Tottenham comes along, it's impossible to say no. I'm absolutely delighted. A fantastic opportunity for me. Um, I couldn't get here fast enough to get it done. Everything about the place is world class. He then went on to say, I've played almost 50 European games. So if yeah. I can come in and help in any way possible, that's what I'll be looking to do. Um, he's got great European experience. What are your thoughts on this Uh On this signing, Fraser Forster.
2: So, I've I've met uh, Fraser once. I was doing some work for um, uh, Virgin Media at um, the Southampton ground with Ward Prowse and uh, Rodriguez when he was there. Massive, like massive hands, massive uh, stature, um, commands the goal. Um, The other boys were saying that, like I say, great kind of shot stopper. Completely different to Hugo actually. I think he's uh, presence wise, especially on crossers, a lot better than Hugo. Um he's not as good as Hugo, obviously, with those key key um uh, uh shot saves. Um I don't think he's, he's he's key in those areas. But he's had forty one clean sheets in the uh Premier League. So um he's obviously for for a team like Southampton, which can be very poor, I don't think he's been in a in a good Southampton team to be honest. So to so have any kind of clean sheets is uh is a miracle. Um, yeah, for me, I think he, he might play a couple of Premier League uh, games, you know, depending obviously on that Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday kind of rotation. Mm. Depending on if we, if we get a big team in the Champions League that Hugo plays Wednesday night, then maybe uh, we have that rotation for that kind of Sunday game, depending obviously on, on travel, etc. And this is the yeah. key for us. We need to, within that kind of first team, last year we had an 11 that literally at the end of the season, we all knew who was going to play. Next season, I think we need to have um, more players that can kind of slot in and you've got no worries about the kind of quality of, of play. And I think that's going to be the case. And I think that's where Fraser, um, with with game experience in pre-season and confidence with the other um, defenders around him, he will get, they will get, they will kind of understand what kind of keeper he is which is slightly different than Hugo and um, hopefully again the keepers we had last season I think it was it was a little bit yeah they would come in and you yeah, know the different style of of, of keeping also um, the, the guy that we did get in from um, Torino was it where was where was he from who's this where where was our keeper from Is it Galini? Where was he from? Yeah, Galini. Atalanta. Atalanta, yeah. I, th- I think he liked yes. to party a little bit too much. And also, he was, um, he was more about the kind of the, the atmosphere in the changing room. And for me, I think, as a yeah. keeper, you need to be reassured with what you're getting at the back.
5: Yeah. Mm. Lee, let's come to you. I fully expected uh, myself that Antonio Conte would bring in experienced players. He's done that in uh, Fraser Forster and, of course, Ivan Perisic, who we've not really spoken about yet. Um, how important do you think that this experience will be coming to Tottenham? Because Ivan Perisic, for me, is a real statement signing. Yes, he's a free transfer. Yes, he's 33 years old. But surely he has got so much to give.
6: No, absolutely. As I said at the beginning, I think it's one of the things that we've always lacked is that real experience of someone who's been there and done it and, and won it. And he's considered to be one of the best players in that position. You know, we've always gone for, you know, Ryan Sessignon. No disrespect to the lad, but he's he was always bought in for what he's potentially gonna achieve and what he can potentially do. And I, I'm not doubting him as a player. But when you're when you're trying to win trophies, when you're trying to actually, you know, get somewhere, you need players that are gonna definitely give you that. You know, you need to buy the best in that position that you can get. Yeah. That's what Liverpool do. That's what Liverpool did. That's what Man City did. That's what, that's what Chelsea used to do. That's what Man United do. They don't go out and buy just for the future. They'll go out and buy for the now. Because for us as fans, it's all about now. It's about what happens this season. I don't care what happens in five seasons. I might be dead by then. I want to know <laughs> what's happening now. I want, I want to see us win a trophy now. It's been too long. So get the players that are going to do it now because you have to plan mm. for, for this moment. And I think it's a real change in what we've been doing um, but I think it's something that we desperately needed.
5: Can you believe though, Lee, a couple of signings in even before um the, the, the start of the the window even open?
6: No, I, I you know, I mean it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, I, I did a, a little video myself and, and, and I'd said, you know, is 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 it August already? You know, have I missed something? You know, because it's just it's just unheard of. Um, but I think that's you know a change in strategy for look up. for me, and I've said this before. I think that Conte in this situation that we're in now is a last throw of the dice for Enoch. Because they've done it there's always been an excuse. Oh, we're building a stadium, Oh, we're in transition, or oh, you know, this has happened or oh, that's happened or whatever. There's always an excuse. They've got no excuse now. They've got the stadium, they've got the training facilities, they've got the world class manager. You know, now they've got to deliver. Because if 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 they can't keep Conte happy, where do they go from there? Where, where do they go? You know, it you know you you've got to go some way to get above the, the quality of someone like Conte as your manager and if you're not going to back Conte then what's to say you're going to back the next the next best yeah. thing you know so for me i feel like it's only downwards after that and unless you you really go for it so for me rolling the dice you know have you got a good thing about the it.
2: window though
6: i have for the, for the first time for the first time for long, normally I, I don't i don't really get involved in it i kind of try to switch off and go, until I see him holding up the shirt, I'm not really interested, you know? Yeah,
0: same. You know, but
6: now I'm thinking, you know, if this work is being done by and it's being done by by Conte, and and they're building what they want for the now, I'm all in, you know? I've got to be all in on that because what else is left, you know? What else is left? I mean, I've been doing this, watching this football for so many years. You know, you really want to see some kind of end product coming in you know
2: yeah and i think we all know don't we? we all know the positions that that need those upgrades and we need to have some um some real warriors in the team like the Ho- hoibergs in the team that are really going to fight for the shirt we need that um and in the past we we've, we've had players that have come in and that have not actually done that they've kind of uh deceived us with the kind of the past performances but i think yeah. now now the kind of Kulicheskis of this world that come in that kind of (laughs) before they even play they're saying they want to fight like tooth and bone for the club it's brilliant and I think that's what what we're going to get with Perisic obviously we know his his pedigree uh, in the big games um, and that's what we're going to get and Conte's worked with him before I think what we're going to get in this window is not so many gambles there'll be players that Conte's either worked with either have got that experience in the Premier League or that the club's been tracking for an amount of time. I think Jed Spence is probably the exception to that. And I think what's happened there is, obviously, he's been scouted all this season. He's been yep. seeing what he's actually done against the top clubs. And uh, that's where he's going to slot into our, our side.
6: I think he can Gary, see a player, right? He, he, sorry, Chris. He can see a player. He must be, he must be yeah, able to see it. If we, If we see it, you know, we see where the positions are that are a problem and, and who's yeah. not working and all the rest of it. Yeah, if you're getting paid that money and you've been around football all your career, you're going to see that. Sorry, Chris. I know I'm jumping.
5: Yeah. No, no, no problem. Um, Gary, let's yeah. come to you because uh, I want to talk about Christian Eriksson. There has been so much speculation about him possibly be coming back to the club. Would you like to see him return to Tottenham
0: Hotspur? I don't think you're going to like my answer here, Chris, because I know you're, you're, you're a big fan of um, Christian Eriksen. So I'm going to have to upset the cu- apple cart here. For me, let, right, let me answer it in a different way. Um, me personally, I wouldn't want to get Christian Eriksen back. Okay. But if Conte wants Christian Eriksen back, great. But if you're asking me, I, the problem is with me, and, and Tottenham are very guilty of it, they're this sentimental club where they go back, they go, back, and I get it, they done it with Bell, and I'm a big Bell fan. And if Connor said, I want Bell and Ericsson back, happy days. But for me, it just feels a bit like, you know, when Bell, before Bell left, he scored right up until he left and he was really going for it. And he was playing. With Ericsson, he sort of down tools a bit. And for me, the way he left and the way it ended with Ericsson, I just didn't but, feel... Gary, but, I, know you, I, see, I, I knew this was going to happen. What's going? on. No, no, no. Let, <laughs> Let me, me put it this way, right? On, if yeah.
5: Christian Ericsson had never, ever played for Spurs, I would still want him at the club right now because... I think that he brings improvement. I think that he brings real quality. He's been there, right. done it. He's worked with Antonio Conte as well. Um, fantastic in the dressing room. Um, he knows okay. most of the Tottenham Hotspur players. And remember yep. as well that from the start of next season, we can have five subs. Which I just think I that,
0: that
5: if he's not in the starting eleven, what a sub to bring yep. on and a free transfer as well.
0: Yep, free transfer. What a sub to bring on. He was with Tottenham before his first few years. He was great. I get all of that. All I will say. Do you remember when he was on Corners?
5: This time he's under Antonio Conte,
0: Gary. (laughs) Right. And that's what I said. So if Antonio Conte brings Ericsson back, then I will back him. But if you're asking my opinion, if you could have Christian Ericsson or could you go out and get, you know, we've just got, you know, the the young fella in Forest Borough, I would rather do that than go back to a player we've had before. And look, what happened to Christian Ericsson was, Horrendous and thank God he pulled through and everything else. But hypothetically, if all that didn't happen, would he have gone to Brentford and would we be looking at bringing him back anyway? I, look, it's just my personal opinion. It doesn't sit right with me saying let's bring Ericsson back. But if Conte wants him, happy days. Do I think he's going to be a better Christian Ericsson than when he left last time around? Probably not. Could Conte maybe improve him to how he was just before he left Tottenham? Probably Yes.
5: Richard Lee, give me a quick yes or no on Christian Eriksen because we've got so much to get through.
0: Oh,
2: I think, yeah, Eriksen for me, no-brainer. Um, quality, uh, runs, the, runs the team. Um, I think you're right with five substitutes, um, a free transfer, his experience, like I say, knows the club, knows what it's like to wear the shirt, knows what the expectations of the fans are. For me, yes. Lee?
6: I' gonna upset you because I'm with Gary.
0: Oh, thank care. God, someone is. Uh, I'm with thank Gary. You, I mean, thank you, Lee. Thank you. No, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I,
6: I loved Christian Eriksen. He was he was Same. a fantastic player for us. But like Gary said, at the end, he he was down in tools and that. If, as you say, if what happened to him had hadn't happened, would he be yes. look at, looking at coming back to Tottenham at any point, or would he be looking at you know, can I get into a Chelsea team? Can I get into a a livable team? Can I? I'm not saying he can, but you, that's know,
1: it.
6: you know, would they be going after him or whatever? On the flip side to that, you know, we desperately need someone who's creative as an option on the bench for sure. right? Yeah, but whether that that's needs it. to be Christian Eriksen no, or not, no. I don't know. That's but it. as Gary said, if Conte wants him, I'll take him. But for me, yeah. if he was asking work, work me... Worked
2: for Conte before. I'd say no. Let, Let
5: me put it another way. How much money would you need to spend in order to get a player like Christian Eriksen in.
6: <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I'm no, I'm no expert. I'm so, email, like, a lot you're money. going to be paying a lot, a paying lot of money. money. I get it. But, do you, but, but does that mean that you've got to pay, you've got to take whoever you can because they're free and they're cheap? No, you it's know,
5: about it's players not, that are ready now. It's about players that are, are working extremely hard now, know exactly what is expected of them from a coach like Antonio Conte. He's worked with him before. He knows exactly what's expected. Um, he knows exactly what it's like on the on the training pitch and in the dressing room etc and i just think that um it is a no brainer as rich said
0: mm, i don't know yeah. i think we've i mean there's a bit of sentimental stuff there chris with you listen listen,
2: li- listen listen you you should never make emotional decisions understood but then like chris was saying about money wise to get that kind of quality in that position 30 million, you ain't getting a player like Erickson. I'm thinking you're getting sixty million pounds, you're getting a player mm. that probably yep. hasn't even got that experience in the Premier League, but is, is has got that quality. Christian Ericsson it's, can run a game. Is
6: he gonna yeah, run that sure. game the way For he does? sure? You
2: look at how he plays yeah. for Denmark. He runs the games for Denmark. When he was they battered Chelsea, Brentford battered Chelsea. In that game, I watched it and went that is as good as when Ericsson was at his best for Spurs. Unbelievable. But he has got that he's got to come back got, for me for, me.
6: for me, he's got to come back and do that. I don't yeah, want to come back just as a sentimental, oh it's Christian sure. Ericsson. Look at what he no, did. For sure. no, I, no. I don't want yeah. that. I want I and want to do that. I think Erickson's
0: the thing is the problem is yeah, pr- is this 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 one just it kind of frustrates me a little bit because I get what you're saying, Richard and you, Chris. I get that, and people are saying, oh, look how good, you know, I've got Brentford fans you know, mates who are Brentford fans and stuff and, but Christian Eriksen playing for Brentford after what's happened to him and coming back is not going to necessarily be the same Christian Eriksen when he goes back to Tottenham when he didn't want anything to do with Tottenham when he left and he downed souls. So we just need to be a little bit open-minded and not look at what Christian Eriksen is doing now because before he wasn't doing it. And just because he's doing it now with Brentford doesn't mean he's going to do it when he comes back to Tottenham. So let's just be, you know, with our eyes open. But I agree with Christian Richard. If Conte wants him, I will fully back it. But do I expect him to come back and be like the Christian Eriksen of old? No, I don't. And I don't think he'll ever be that Christian Eriksen again. But that's just my opinion. And that's what this show's about. But I would take Bell over him.
5: I weren't even going to go there. No. (laughs) No. I I don't think that's going to happen.
0: No, I think think that's the player you bring on and he changes the game. I don't think when you bring Eriksen on, he changes the game. Just my opinion.
5: Yeah. Well, some of us are right and some of them are wrong. <laughs>
0: what, what do
5: you not think? It's all
3: I'm Rick,
5: let's come to you. Um, we spoke off air about the, uh, the deal for Bastoni. Um, it looks like the deal is now off. Yeah, um, no. but from what we understand, Tottenham have not actually put in an official bid for him. What do you make of this situation? No.
2: Again, Conte is somebody that really does go after his um, his signings, doesn't he? So he, he's identified him as his number one target in that position, um, and he kind of sees him in the team next year. Um, and whether that deal is dead or not, whether Conte's got the ability to reignite that that uh, transfer, again, for me, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how close. Um, Conte is to that situation is somebody that before that I'd seen a little bit of, a bit of him uh, <laughs> in a defensive uh, sense as well as an attacking uh, sense he's obviously amazing on the ball can distribute the ball really well um, has that a- a- attacking presence as well um, for me a young uh, kind of really enthusiastic player like Ramiro is going to get stuck in and um, if Conte can work his magic then that's going to be some another player. I imagine getting a signing like Ramiro coming to the league, like other 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 teams are salivating over
4: yeah.
2: over Ramiro, like like yeah. comparing him to the, like the impact that Van Dijk like had when he went to amazing. They were going, yeah, like and, and passion, like like diving into tackles and yeah. always getting them right. And like the teams are going, how is he doing that? His timing yeah. is impeccable. Brilliant. And um, if we can get that over the line, um, Inter Milan will be a bit pissed, obviously, because they really want him. Um, but for me, I'm just not sure how much influence Conte's got still at Inter Milan and whether he, whether he can really get his player. I'd want yeah, good to. Point. I'm not sure.
5: Rich, lots of reports as well that
2: Spurs are in talks with uh, Villarreal over a move for Pau
5: Torres with yeah, Giovanni Lo going the other way. Um, your yeah, your thoughts on Torres?
2: Yeah, I, like, I really like him. Um, again, tall, athletic. Um, he would be he would be great for Spurs. Um, not as reliable um, as as the other um, centre backs that we've been uh, putting in for. I think it's really important to think that we, we can't we go for every player. We need to kind of players when when you when you're going for a target. If you're if you kind of Yes, putting all your eggs in one basket, and then that doesn't come off. That's that's obviously gutting. But if you're going for lots of players, and that individual yeah. needs to really bind to Spurs, you don't mm. want to be going kind of just half arsing it with somebody, and then go, actually we've not got our main target. Now we're going to go in for somebody else. Uh, for me, we we need to kind of really look at those main targets in those positions, uh, go for them, show our intent. We've got like, like Lee was saying before, we've got this hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Really utilize that money in the right areas and show that we, we can be competitive in the Champions League and really go for the Premier League as well. Like we were competitive against the top four teams last year, we weren't consistent away from home. And we, need to, we need to, from the start of the season, we need to really go after the Premier League. Yeah. That, that's the other thing, actually. I forgot to say
5: that Christian eriksen has got vast experience in the Champions League, which we could do with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
5: Go is not having it, it's all right. Go is not having it. <laughs> he's,
0: he's, he's not going to let it go, Chris, I'll tell you.
5: He's no. Gonna let it go. Lee, Lee, let's come to you. Now, there have been so many media reports out stating that Spurs are looking for a left-sided centre-back, um, Bastoni being the number one target for Antonio Conte. Is this a little bit unfair on Ben Davis, particularly after the season that he's had?
3: Mm-hmm.
6: No, I I don't necessarily see it that way. Um, I think that given that there is, you know, the Champions League, the Premier League, the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup. Yeah, agreed. The biggest thing that that we've had this last season uh, is lack of depth. So, you know, I absolutely applaud, you know, absolutely applaud Ben Davies. I think he's been one of our most improved players under Conte. I think he, from day one, you could see the desire and the effort that he was putting in, breaking yes. forwards, grabbing a couple of goals this season and so on. Um, good good and for it, Wales and, as well, would not it? Yeah, I was just going to say the same. His performance oh, for yeah, Wales yeah. Uh, the really other weekend was, was amazing. So, you yeah. know, I absolutely don't see that as the end for Ben Davies. By bringing someone else in, what I, what I see is an opportunity for Ben Davis to continue to continue to get better and to play, you know, lots of games. But maybe maybe um, maybe some. it'll be a little bit more, you know, in the cup games, Champions League, that kind of stuff. And they're and they're bringing someone else in to have that depth, and, yeah. and that's what we, that for me is where we need. You need two good players for every position. You know, you need to yeah, look at that bench sure. and go. If, I, if I've got an injury there, I can bring this guy on. He plays in the same way and he's just as good. That's what you need. You don't want to be looking over there and seeing, um, no. you know, an under-21 player sitting on the bench looking nervous because they've never played. That's not mm. what you need, you know. You, you, I, mean, I And don't get me wrong, I'm not against youngsters coming through because I, I love that. I love proper homegrown players. But at the same time, like I said earlier, it's all about the now, you know. Yeah. And, and I just think two good players in every position – that you can count on is where we should be, where we should be looking. So I don't yeah, fear no, for don't, Ben Davis. No, and you might, they you don't, might find
2: that he don't
0: have to be world class this well year. Yeah. And they, they don't have to be world-class players. They've got some good players. I mean, I think we're lucky this season, Son and Kane didn't get injured. I mean, things would be very different if they had them. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think you need like amazing world-class players. I think if you gel as a team, I mean, look, I mean, January was the difference for us. I mean, bringing in them two boys in January is what made us get fourth spot. I think if we hadn't have brought them in, I think probably Woolwich would have probably picked us, but we strengthened in January and, you know, there wasn't a great deal said about them. There was stuff being thrown around. They were rejects and God knows what, do you know what I mean? And um, they were absolutely amazing. So I just and think Zip's it's just... Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's brilliant. But, you know, I saw all sorts of, oh, they're rejects and they're this and then that. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you've got two world-class players in your team, which we have, and then you just get some good, dependable players. And we are gonna. Like what like what Lee said, we've got the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup, we're in the Champions League, we've got the Premier League. We want to push for, I'm not saying we're going to win the league, but we definitely want to the offense, babe. But we want to push for Chelsea and try and get try and get third spot. That's where we want to be looking. We need to be, you know, our squad needs to be deep and, and have those players, which we haven't really had. Going right back to Potts, you know, it's the same old story, you know, we didn't strengthen and X, Y, and Z, but I don't think those, any of those mistakes are going to happen with Conte. So, Chris, if he wants to bring in Ericsson, I will give it my blessing.
4: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Glad to hear it.
5: Well, all three of you are channel regulars. And how many times have you heard me say the words that, you know, who should be taking the Spurs oh, free kick? You know, the amount of times I spoke about free kicks, because Harry Kane has constantly been on the free kicks. Oh. I can't even remember the last one he scored. It, it must have been the, one of the first ones he took Aston Villa away when Adi Bayor was still in the team. <laughs> um <Yeah. but>, Son <laughs> in the last couple of days was on his international duty with South Korea. Cool. Um, Chile the other day, top right. Paraguay earlier today, top left. Uh, two fantastic free kicks. Um, Gary, have you seen both of these goals? I've seen
0: um, all of them, and... And listen, I was the one screaming and shouting at all the games when Eric Dyer was walking up to. I mean, Eric Dyer was probably slightly better than Harry Kane. I think there was one where it came off the crossbar with Eric Dyer, wasn't there? There's, you know. But ultimately, none of them are any goods. And I used to think to myself, why is Son or even more for that, um, for more point, not taking the free kicks? I mean, listen, I'd want to get him proud for free kicks. We all, we all would want him. Um, whether or not we're going to get him is another thing. But Son put Sonny on him. I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, he, he was all right. I think Ericsson got one or two, but he wasn't great with free kicks either, was he? Let's be I honest. I remember a couple of fantastic
5: free kicks at Swansea.
0: Yeah, but he, he wasn't amazing with free kicks, but, he, you know, he, he was all right. But Son, put Son on free kicks. But what conversation happens, Chris, before they're lining up to free kicks? Does someone not turn around and say, hang on, Harry, listen, you're amazing. You're set up playing, you're passing, you're on the ball, you're, you're finishing. But, Free kicks your pants, mate. Just no, the interesting
5: <laughs> and, and, and... thing, Hunmin Son Jeez. has only ever scored one free kick for Spurs, and that was earlier on last season against Watford under Nuno. Um oh, one very
0: through. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And it was basically a cross in uh, that ended yes. up going in, in the back of the net. But you know, when you're you know 20, 25 yards out, um Rich, let's come to you on this now. Um surely hunmin son Jeez. has got to be lining up for Tottenham now.
2: Yeah, well, I think it was his audition for that position, wasn't it, over the last week? Uh, obviously, yeah. that's like I say, top left, top right, uh, post, postage stamp. Oh, free kick, Dyer, right Eric four. Dyer! Oh, god. <laughs> I, Sorry, I about think, I think from, I th- yeah, I think for me, I think he at that range, I think Sonny's um, because of his accuracy and yeah. obviously left foot, like right foot. I think it's it's key for him to um, to be taking them a little bit further out then you need somebody like an Ericsson. Um, <laughs> all the
0: Erikson ones.
2: Yeah. I,
0: I, uh, I'm not going to wind up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to the end of this. It's going to be Erikson, this Erikson, that no, watch.
2: <laughs> mate, mate, I'm sending you an Erikson shirt after we finish. Listen, yeah. I just
0: want to make it... I'm not anti-Erikson. <laughs> I loved him when he was at Tottenham. All right? I'm not anti-Erikson or anything. All right? Uh, stand up for what <laughs> you believe in, Gary. do Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah, no, I won't. I won't. I won't,
5: won't no. <laughs> Lee, Lee, just a quick word on uh, on Hoon Min Son's free kicks for, for South Korea. Have you seen these two goals recently? I have. I only only very
6: quickly on, on I'm pointing at a screen actually on Twitter. I've seen a couple of them. Uh, you know, amazing. You know, I, I didn't realise he could do free kicks like that. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then when you look at how poor Ericsson was on corners, and we brought uh, Sonny in bringing corners in, and we've started scoring goals on corners. So yeah, you know, good point actually. Yeah, good point. I've got a lot of them, Gary. Don't worry. I'm, I've got your back, <laughs> Cheers, Lee. Thanks, mate.
5: <laughs> Lee, let's stay with you. Jamie writes on the screen, let um, Ivan Perisic take the free kicks and corners. Um, would you expect him uh... to come in and, and and take that role?
6: I, I wouldn't have thought so. I, I, think, I think they've already uh, already got that sorted out. Sonny's our corner-taking person, is So I, I don't think he's going to come in and take it off him. I, I don't think he'll do that. Not unless not unless there's a situation where Sonny ain't playing for whatever reason. and He might be out of... Uh, Flex his mm. muscles and go. I'm taking it. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't see Gary, way.
5: Gary, let's come to you. I want to keep talking about Hunmin Son because the PFA Team of the Year uh, was announced. In uh, the last don't start.
0: Don't start me off.
5: Now I'm very angry about this because oh, how, on earth, how on earth Hunmin Son is not in this eleven, and this is um, a vote by fellow professionals, by the players, it is their vote. And Min Son, with 23 goals, no penalties, throughout the whole of the season, um, you know, golden boot winner along with Mo Salah. How yeah. on earth is Min Son not in this eleven?
0: Race ridiculous. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I Racist. Think, you know, it is. I just can't think other than that, you know, if he was a, a, an English player or whatever, I think because, look, by far he's the best Asian player in the world. End of, that's it done, right? He's world class. Um, you know, you think about the amount of goals he scored, no penalties, and he's taken corners for Tottenham and he still scored that many goals. And our out-and-out striker is Harry Kane. Um, Ronaldo, look, he scored a hat-trick against us. I'm not going to take it away from him. But again, they finished in the Europa League position, okay? Uh, Salah, second half of the season, pants. Mane, don't even get me started on that load of rubbish. Um, I don't know, but I just think the agenda doesn't fit. And partly of that is because of Son. And I think partly that is because it's Tottenham Hotspur. And we just have to face that. We're not very, you know, we're not liked as a club, as a fan base, and Son isn't liked as a player. But guess what? That's fine with me because Son is loyal to us like we are loyal to him as fans. It's just unfortunate he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. And, you know, not just that, but all the other ones. Like, it's just an absolute joke. Every single award that comes out and you put yourself, what does he have to do? Yeah, It's just, honestly, Chris, it really wound me up earlier. It really, really wound me up. But again, I like what like what Lee said. I think he is, he's got to be the best Asian player ever, right? And we're so, listen, to have Son, I've said, Chris, you've said it many a time, he's our both our favourite player. And we love yeah. Harry Kane. And we love the new guys that have come in. Kulabeski, I've got that coming with his name on the back. I love him. But Son is different class. And yes, he does go missing the odd game here and there. But one thing about Son, I know all you guys have probably seen the documentary of him. Is he gives one hundred and ten percent every game. He's not a Jack Grealish going out getting wasted and X Y Z. He eats, sleeps, breathes, football and Tottenham. And to I think that could really... be a reason. I yeah, think that could be a reason, Gary. I think
6: because it could be. because he's because he's really understated. He keeps his yeah. head down. He's a professional. He works. Yeah. hard. that's what not, not what not what all these other people like. And it's the same with Harry Kane. He gets so much yeah. disrespect because of how professional he is and what a good player he is and how he's he yeah. and, and, and I, think, I with, think with Sonny, he's, he's, under, he's, he's understated. And, and I think yeah, he goes I think, under the radar and they've not thought of it, to be no, honest. I
0: think, you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. But, you know, I know Son had a little bit to say on it and I, and I thought, good for you, mate, because he tends to say nothing and keep really quiet. But he yeah. came out and said his little piece and I think, good, you, you know, I'm glad you said that because I just, I find it almost, it's, it, it, it kind of goes on to just ridiculous... It's actually ridiculous, isn't it, when you think to yourself, how on earth has Ronaldo and Mane and Salah and T- Like, who else? There was some, like, it was some very, very peculiar yeah, was, choices uh, in
5: there. I, I'll read the list. It is was Alisson go in goal, and in the back four of Alexander Arnold, Van Dijk, Rudiger, Cancelo, uh, in midfield, Thiago, uh, Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne, and then the forward three of Salah, Ronaldo, Mane.
0: Yeah, there you go. I mean,
2: yeah. I'll take a For few me, I think. away. Yeah, I think... Um, Ronaldo wasn't consistent over the season.
0: No, um,
2: he, had, he had some obviously world class performances. One um, against us. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, clearly, yeah. And and, and I think um, the consistency thing for me should have been should have been key. Uh, Sonny yeah. consistently played well. Um, really, um, in different so positions. He's he's playing at, in, in that wide position. And then getting all those kind of goals. Also, his finishing is massively improved. Left foot, right foot. And one-on-one, You, you I don't think you'd want anybody else in the league. I don't yeah. think want any, there's him and uh, Mo Salo, obviously. But I don't think you'd want anybody else. And and the passion that he shows for the club, that should have been recognised as well with, his, yeah. you know, with the players. Because he's understated, like say. Uh, yeah. Do
0: you know I what? Like, what you, you both said it and Lisa as well. I mean, you can't even use the excuse, what people tend to use, ah, oh, well, you know, he didn't get it because he's in a Tottenham Hotspur team and, you know, they've only finished seventh or eighth or whatever. I mean, Man United finished six. for Christ's sake. You know, they're in the Europa Conference. We, you know, we, we've, we've got Champions League football. He's won the Golden Boot. I mean, I just can't. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But the, the problem is you have to be a little bit like Son and you just have to dust your shoulders and just carry on next season. But, as a fan, Chris, and God, you're a bigger fan than anyone when it comes to Tottenham, I know that would have really wound you up because it wound me up, you know, and you think to yourself, okay, all right, you've got the likes of De Bruyne and, and Salah and Mane and you can say, okay, they're in big teams and all that, but Ronaldo then, how does that work then? That, that, that yeah. makes no sense if you're going by where the clubs are finished and stuff, do you know what I mean?
5: Yeah. Um, Robbie Keane Spurs legend uh, said he was shocked the most underrated player in the Premier League and Hunmin Son could play for any team in the world Um, Lee let's come to you Um, I'd like to talk about Harry Kane Um, 50 goals now for England in 71 appearances uh, three away from equaling Wayne Rooney's record four away from beating it Um, surely Harry Kane is uh, going to absolutely annihilate this record and, and go on to score many goals for England
6: Oh, mate, honestly, the disrespect that has come out over this situation is just galling. You know, I, I look at some of the comments that some of these so-called football fans talk about, and you just think to yourself, it's just it's just nonsense. It's just so yeah. biased, like we were talking about a minute ago. But, yeah. you know, to, to be able to have got to that amount of goals as quickly as he has, yeah, is, you know, is unbelievable. And why would you not want him... To break that record, bearing in mind we're talking about overtaking Bobby Charlton, right? Yeah. How long ago did Bobby Charlton stop playing football, right? Yeah. And that record stood all that time, and you've had the likes of of Lineker and all those players that have tried that have got close. Michael Owen, who, who started really young, and we thought was going to be the one to break it. You know, for him to be up there, right behind Wayne Rooney. You know he's got to smash it, and I and for me, I hope he does. But I hope he does it in the tournament. I hope he does it in the World Cup and puts it to bed for once and for all. Because they talk yeah. about they talk about penalties. Oh, he scored fifteen penalties or whatever it is. You've still got to put them in the back of the net. Right? Yeah. You've still got to put them in the back of the net, and nobody yeah. does that better than Harry Kane. When he yeah. steps up, you know it's going in. Right. Mm. So the disrespect, I think, for, for Harry Kane as a person uh, is absolutely disgraceful, in my opinion. I think he's absolutely um, proven Lee, he's that was wrong time and time again.
0: Lee, do you think it's because he's Tottenham player? Do you think some of that yeah. with Son and Kane is because, because I don't know if that's me being paranoid, but you think that's a Tottenham Hotspur thing, do you think?
6: No, I mean, you think, you know, we're, we're Arsenal's biggest rival. We're Chelsea's biggest rival. We're West Ham's biggest rival. Right. Yeah. So we, we live in rent free in their heads. Leicester don't like us. Southampton don't like us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it don't matter who you and, are. You know, and I, I just, they, they don't like us. I, I love
0: and, that. Uh, I don't care. I'm glad no, they don't, like don't like us because I don't give a either. But I, I find that with Sky Sports News, sometimes I've just got to turn the sound down because they're so biased and anti-Tottenham. I, can't, I remember when we spanked uh, Man U 6-1 and it was all about how rubbish Man U was. There was nothing about how good Tottenham well, played. So it's
4: It's frustrating.
0: But, but ain't this why,
6: you know, I know I'm going off subject. But ain't this why things like this, YouTube's and live channels and fan debates and all that, are on yeah. the rise, and people are, are people are more likely to tune in and listen to idiots like it's, me talking because it's real life you're opinions. About your, you're talking about your club, the club that you love, whereas you've got, you've got idiots, you know, with their agendas and with it. You know, soonness.
0: I mean, when when did ah. he? Be, how is he still relevant? You know, are, I mean, clowns, this is because you know? it didn't work at Tottenham and we threw him out. This is what the problem is with Sooness. He's got a grudge against Spurs, honestly. He played, what, all of five games for us. It, it just oh, it annoys me, man. Really does wind me up.
5: Gary, let's come to you. Um, reports this week have, have been published stating that Lucas Mora could leave the club. Um, or Lucas Moura has actually come out himself and said that he will leave the club even next summer or the summer after, 23 or 24. Yeah. Um, but reports are stating that if we received a bid for for around 12 to 15 million, we could indeed sell him in this summer.
0: Your thoughts on the possible departure of Mora? Yeah, sell him. I mean, sorry, you'll probably say no, keep him, because of what he done in the Champions League <laughs> semi-final, but... I think it's the, it's done now with not That my answers. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say say again. You probably ain't going to agree with me, but listen, we're all going to remember that you know semi final for the rest of our lives. It's amazing, but listen, at the end of the day, you can't live off the back of that forever. And unfortunately, too many times, Mora just hasn't got it. You know, he, he he can do some good runs, good touches here and there, but nine times out of ten, he's like, well, he's going into brick walls. I'm sorry, I just feel maybe it's the time for Mora to go. And and listen, look, I love him for us getting to a Champions League final. Yes, maybe he should have played in the final and Potcher messed up there and X, Y, Z. But ultimately, you know, it's been three years since then and he hasn't really done a great deal. So for, so for me personally, if Mora's one of them players out, then I'm happy with that. I don't know about you guys. You might not agree with me, but that's that's my opinion on, on Mora.
2: I, I think no, I for me, it, it just depends on if we get an upgrade in that position and like Chris had obviously said before and I think Luca in the chat had said, um, with five substitutes, you've got to, obviously those players have got to kind of come on and add something. I think Lucas, like you say, he's not really shown anything in the last last season and a half um, that's, that's added a lot to the team. I think I've been a little bit when he's come on, He's obviously he's, he's passionate about like yeah. his, his position and he's passionate about kind of. But does he actually? Bergwijn offers a better goal threat than um, than Lucas. Yeah, done. I would keep Bergwijn and, uh, over more. obviously. Yeah, and I, I probably do agree with you there. Um, but it looks like uh he's, he's gone. And, yeah, and um, I, I would say if we could get an upgrade on on Lucas now, kind of. I, I remember speaking to Lee McQueen about this, and he he was like yeah, we need to kind of get rid of him now. Like, don't be kind of thinking emotionally about this. Uh, cash mm. in if we get 15 million, good business for the club and then upgrade and get somebody like younger, that's passionate, that's kind of got a lot more energy, but also a better finisher. Yeah. yeah. Go, no, I, back I, to I agree point. with that.
6: Sorry. Yeah. Sorry,
2: yeah. yeah. I, I'm I, gonna I say, was going to say,
5: going back to your point about being sentimental, I think it's time to, you know, not all of this... Uh, You know, sentimental stuff on the head. And, you know, we need to be ruthless as a football club now. And with Conte in charge, you know, we've got to make major changes if we are going to win any trophies. And of course, you know, how many times I'll say that? They are so, so overdue. Um, Yeah. Rich, Rich, I just want to come back to you on um, many links, um, especially today, reports uh, linking us again with Western McKenney, USA International, of course, uh, plays for Juventus, uh, box to box midfielder, defensive midfielder. Conte um, likes him really. yeah, Conte likes him uh fabio yeah. um likes him as well, and do yeah. you think that that's a, a signing that we could possibly get get over the line, particularly that well, he's,
2: he's, an event that's, that's a, he's an interesting player as well like um i've I've kind of seen some bits of him as well over the last couple of seasons, and work rate high work rate um again a player that I like because of. Um, he kind of joins up the play uh, from midfield to uh, to the strikers, goal threat, uh strong in the air, um, lots of energy, kind of Kuliski, kind of energy. Um, and if, if Conte wants him, then obviously let's go for him. Uh, you've got to believe in Conte, but I definitely agree with you re- regarding sentimental-wise. If they are not good enough. If if Conte says next year we need to be pushing for top 3 or challenging for the Premier League and the players that we've got now are not good enough to do that, then that's when you need to get rid of them. We need yeah. to do that and we need to be ruthless because if not, we're always going to be this team that's that's still kind of sticking with players like Harry Winks because he's come through the ranks. Yeah. And that's what needs to not happen. If they're not good enough and they're not in the plans and we we believe in Conte for the next 18 months, two years, three years, whatever it is, we need to kind of go all out for it now. Play for the now, build for the future. Yeah, agreed.
5: Lee, let's come to you. In less than five weeks' time, we play our first pre-season friendly in South Korea against a team at K League on the 13th of July. Uh, three days later, we play against Sevilla, uh, a reunion with uh, former Tottenham Hotspur star Eric Lamella. On the 23rd of July, we play Glasgow Rangers. And, and then on the 30th of July in Israel, we play Italian club and uh, against Roma. And of course, against uh, former manager Jose Mourinho. Um, so Team K League, Sevilla, Rangers and Roma. Um, good test for Spurs in preseason for you?
6: Yeah, I think so. I, you know, at the end of the day, you've got. A, I guess from a club point of view, they've got to they've got to try to spread their wings and get their get the team out there and, and so on. And the Asian market is is so massive, you know. Um, and and if they're producing players like like Son, you know, when's the next one going to come? So I think you've got to be yeah. spreading your spreading your wings out that way and, and seeing it, you know. Um, the severe thing, I think, is probably due to the due to the signings and and all the rest of it, and they're probably trying to do this, a similar thing. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't want us to go out getting getting get battered by teams or whatever. You want to build confidence and stuff, and all of those teams should be teams that we could, that should give us a decent enough game, but for us not to kill our confidence or anything like that going into the season. So, yeah, you know, why not? Why not? Good uh, good options. I'd like to have gone to the Israel one, but I'm. I'm not going until next year, so it's a bit of a shame.
5: I was going to say, Lee, do you remember um, Spurs used to have friendlies of the likes of Leighton Orient and Oxford and Colchester and places yeah. like that, and now we're going all around the world for pre-season friendlies?
6: Yeah, I mean, that's because that's because it's such an international, international, worldwide thing now, isn't it? And, and yeah. we've got supporters clubs all over the world. You know, I mean, you, you go to Tottenham and the and the supporters that, that Sonny has brought in, whether you like it or not, you know, it, it's great for the club. It's great for the support. And those those the ones that the the Korean people that I've met sat next to me and and stuff in the stadium have been fantastic. Love the time, want to get involved. Uh, Great atmosphere and everything else, you know, proper supporters. So, yeah, for me, whatever whatever we need to do, it's it's a it's one of them things now. Unfortunately, you can't get away from the finances. It's what we need to, to to be able to push on.
5: Now, one thing that really excites me and that is when the um, Premier League fixtures come out and we are less than a week away until that happens now. On Thursday, 9 a.m. next week, the Premier League fixtures will be announced. Gary, let's start with you. I'll go around to all three of you. Who would you like in an ideal world? Who would you like on the opening day of the season? And uh, you know, feel free to give me the first three or four fixtures that you would like uh, at the start.
0: Well, I don't know. I think Nottingham Forest jumps into my mind. So, I wouldn't mind playing Nottingham Forest for the first game. Um, do, you know what? Do, I...
5: do you know what? That's that's so weird. That is my prediction. Nottingham Forest away, opening day yeah. of the season. That's my well, prediction. I think,
0: that, I think that will be our first game of the season, Nottingham Forest away. I do think I would just want anyone but Arsenal. I don't think I could cope with having that first game of the season. And I, has that ever happened? I don't think it ever has, has it? What's that, Gary? Arsenal was the first game of the season. That has never, ever happened in history, has it? Never. I can't ever remember that. But that would be the one game I wouldn't want. And after that, look, listen, I'm quite happy to kick off Forest away and then get a nice home game. Doesn't really matter who it's against. Um, I just don't want Arsenal too early on. i like to get a few weeks out of the way um, and then play Arsenal. And I'd like to play Arsenal away
2: uh, and then at home, obviously. Rich, what's your prediction? Well, I wouldn't want, I think, um, historically, historically, the the teams that that come up the first couple of games, they always do really well uh, with the atmosphere, the kind of expectation. Yeah, I would go with City. I think. Again. Yeah, I love Ooh. City because we always play well yeah, against was... City. Yeah, we, we always do. Actually, great, yeah, great game.
0: first game of season that was. Yeah,
2: City, City home or away? I think I take them home or away and just kind of. Just show intent. We need show intent from game one. Yeah. Um, I've, any any team apart from Liverpool, I take probably. What about you, Lee?
6: Yeah, I was I was gonna say I'd like a I'd like a, to play a team where we where we're almost guaranteed the, uh, three points at the start. So Man City really City would, be my, would be, would be <laughs> <Yeah>. my choice. <laughs> Man City at home for, yeah. for an easy three points. You know, no, I, I mean. You know, it's a, it's a lottery and it doesn't matter who you get. But I, I think, yeah. like, um, uh, like Richard has said, you know, the, the teams coming up will usually be on a the fly. They'll be playing on adrenaline. They've got something to prove their fans are going to be up for it. So you don't really want to
0: have to take them
2: on straight away. Oh, that's
0: a good one, sport. yeah.
2: Definitely not, Forrest.
0: That's a good one, though. Chelsea at home, first game of the season. I think that would be a good one, you know. We'd be well up get, for that, wouldn't we, though?
6: Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting Liverpool out of the way nice and early if I'm honest, because oh, that's, no, that's I a game I, I never I never look forward to. And nah, everybody. we should have won both I'd games, it, isn't it? I'd, I'd rather it be one of those games that you can kind of go, well, it's just first game of the season, it's out of the way. Yeah. You know, if it goes the way you don't want it to, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, I quite like to get that out of the way. I don't like playing them like we did this season, right at the end of the season where there was a lot. But do you know what, away. though?
0: How how unlucky was we not to beat them home and away? That's so yeah, unlucky, wasn't we? Yeah, yeah both should games. have won both of them. Like, so, yeah, we you know, played really I well. Record, I know our record at Anfield is terrible, but generally, we don't always have a good game. But we played really good this season, man. So yeah, they always oh, get some kind of lucky goal, don't they? They always, yeah, get deflection, way that, yeah, you know, something yeah.
6: like that. That, that always
0: yeah. seems to go, but I mean, ultimately, we, we did cost them the league, though.
5: Yeah, well, can we just answer um, Kevin's question here on screen? Um, who would you like to have in the Champions League group? Um, in my opinion, I want the best possible teams because yeah, when yeah. you're playing the Champions League, I want to be playing yeah. and visiting the best teams
0: in the competition. Gary, what about you? Oh, mate, hundred percent. I think I've had enough of um, <laughs> I've had enough of random Vitesse and <laughs> don't, even, don't even get me started, mate. Don't even get me started on them. I tell you that that,
5: that trip to Paco de Ferreira seems like a long time ago.
0: Oh dear, oh dear. Do you know what? I mean, yes, the biggest. Clubs were the most easiest ways to get there and get back in a nice hotel. <laughs> not like hitchhiking for all on ten hours and God knows in the middle of nowhere. So for me, the biggest clubs and that's what that's listen, that's what the Champions League is all about. You know, you want to play in the Real Madrids and stuff. That's 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 why we go for it. That's why we're in it. So it's not about dodging any of the teams. You just want to get the big teams and just crack on. Because if you're actually, gonna win it,
5: you... Actually Kevin Kevin's written another comment, not by Munich. I, I agree. Let, let, let's just avoid finding
0: it yeah yeah good shout yeah no look but, just, all, all the big clubs I'd have all day long because listen they're a million miles above of Europa Conference clubs as you well know so
2: Rich who would you like in the yeah, Champions I think, League I, th- I think I'd like um, maybe Inter I think I'd like um, I think Conte um, has so much to prove there um, against his kind of his old team I think Inter Milan, um, maybe Porto, something like that. <laughs> um, not what's his name though. I, I think definitely not the German teams. Um, and as strong as we can, I, I, Champions League is all about going up against the best. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Conte, I think Conte wants that. That excites him. Champions League. I think we're going to get out of the group stage, whoever we get. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that I a am, Wednesday yeah. night, a Wednesday night game. Imagine a Wednesday night game with the kind of atmosphere that we had against Arsenal. Oh, that was great, every wasn't it? Week, that every was some atmosphere, week, that one, wasn't it? epic. It will be epic,
5: yeah. Yeah, get, that was get amazing. Get your to Istanbul, Rich, that's all I will say. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to, mate, I'm going to not. <laughs> well, we, we Wesley writes on screen here, are you glad you're not going to Burnley away anymore? Absolutely am. On Thursday yes. night, on yeah. the Thursday night in the rain, yeah? Yes, yes. <laughs> or, even, or even in the snow and then it gets postponed. Good oh course. god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Lee let's come to you um last couple of questions now. Um now the last Premier League game will take place on the 12th of November before the international break for the World Cup and then the Premier League will then resume on Boxing Day 26th of December. As a season ticket holder at the Tottenham Hotspur stadium Lee how are you going to feel during that time? It's going to feel weird isn't it? Oh,
6: it's going to be pants isn't it? I you know and again I, I mean I I've got to be honest. I'm not an international football fan, right? I don't, I don't
5: watch it. Generally. What, the World Cup, surely the World Cup.
6: Yeah, I mean the World Cup. I will watch it. The Euros, I'll watch it. But any of the other stuff, I'm not really that bothered about. And I only watch it because because it's the only football that's on. Because I find yeah. I, I've I've not been excited about England since since and Kane's Euro '96. Yeah, you know, Euro '96 C- was it for me? You know the atmosphere and everything then, and that yeah. that's it. You know, so Italian '90 C- was another good one.
2: Can I yeah, make a brilliant. comment about that as well? Um, yeah. Do you think recruitment-wise, will the, they'll look at, because a lot of the players that after the tournaments have really suffered with their form for two or three months after, whether um, the board look at some of the teams that haven't qualified and look at the talent there and go, actually, we might fill some of those spaces, maybe not in that first team, but on the bench, of players yeah. that potentially i have not got that kind of World Cup fatigue that can propel us through that Boxing Day into New Year period. I just think that that might be really key to actually uh, a strong finish to the season. Yeah. Well, that
5: that could probably be, possibly be, Rich, one of the busiest January transfer windows of all time. Mm. Yeah, that is a
6: good Good shout. Yeah,
5: really good shout. Um, Gary, how are you going to feel with that international break for so long?
0: Is what it is, isn't it? I mean, I'm not so as bad as Lee, you know, I don't mind watching a bit of England, only solely because of Harry Kane, though. I'm not a big fan of Gareth Southgate. Uh, I just find him very predictable, boring, defensive and makes the substitutions too late. Um, but I did watch England the other day and I was at the edge of my seat when Harry Kane had the penalty and I was jumping up and down when he scored it. So, so for me, you know, I'll be all right. You know, I'll just carry on, crack on. But obviously my, my main love and passion is, is Tottenham, like all you guys. But um, I'm, I'm quite happy watching England and stuff. Um, I'm excited. I mean, do I think we're going to go very far in the World Cup? Probably not. But let's see what happens. You never know. I'm just hoping these Nation League games are just a bit of fun, really. And he's just getting a bit of an idea because if this is anything to go by, we ain't going to do very well. So, it, I, you know. I it always find it's... myself
2: crossing my fingers as well that none of the players get injured. Yeah, yeah.
0: there is a, there is that as well. That obviously, there's a... Yeah, and you see that a lot on social media. You've got mixed people you know you've got people that want Harry Kane to play and beat the records and then you've got a lot of other Tottenham fans that are are angry and frustrated that he's playing because he could get injured then to not play for his club I can see both sides of that for me personally one of the main reasons I watch England is because Harry Kane and also the reason why I'm a big England fan I would love England to win something is because Harry Kane is the captain and you know if we was to win the Euros or the World Cup how amazing would that be for Harry Kane to lift that trophy? You know, it would be absolutely amazing. And that's why I wanted it in the Euros. And that's why I really got into it so much. Because for me, it is almost Tottenham Hotspur as well. Because you're you're hoping, because a lot of people tend to think Harry Kane's the captain for Tottenham. I don't know why he's not, but everyone thinks that. But, you know, if we win a trophy for England, Harry Kane's going to lift that trophy. And then you get them down the road, Woolwich, and a lot of other clubs, let's face it, they can't really say, I mean, they still will say, oh, you ain't won nothing for your club. But could you imagine if we won the Euros or the, or the World Cup? Could they really say anything to Harry Kane then? If he finished his career at Tottenham and didn't win anything? If we yeah. won the World Cup and he won it as the captain? I don't think they can. With
2: though. Conte manager, with Conte manager, I'm telling you, if Conte's here for the duration of his contract and more, that will not happen. Spurs will win a trophy. No,
0: I, yeah. I 100% agree with that as well. And, and, you know, I 100% agree with that, Richard. And that's why, you know, all these shows we've done, I've always said Conte has to be the man. Like Lee said, said earlier as well, there is no one after Conte. You know, you, you can't bet a Conte. So we have to do what we're going to do with Conte. And we've got him. And I, and I think we will succeed. I think we will win a trophy. And I think, you know, ironically, when we get that first one in the bag, I think it will go on from there. And I think top four will just come every season and we'll get a couple of domestic cups here and there, and that'll be it, so.
5: Well, talking about trophies and Harry Kane, um, there is currently an exhibition at the Museum of London called I Want to Play Football. It is well worth a visit. I actually went there oh. last weekend, and to see Harry Kane's golden boots, his match-worn shirts, etc., etc. it was unbelievable. So if anyone does get the chance, do go down there. It is free entry as well. Uh, well yeah. worth a visit. Um, now, final question for you all, and you've kind of answered me already, Gary, so I'm going to go to Richard on this one first. Um... How far do you see England going in, uh, in the World Cup?
2: Oh Well, obviously everybody's kind of saying that we've got a great group draw with obviously Wales now in that, with obviously Iran and USA. Um, yep. I think we always flatter to deceive, uh, and obviously the last World Cup, um, an easier kind of draw, kind of dictated, kind of getting really deep in the, in the tournament. We obviously have some great players. Uh, mm. The nucleus of, of, of the team is not just with the big four teams, which it has been in the past. Um, Gareth Southgate does look like he's a he's a good coach, whether he's a great international coach. I'd, I'd, I'm not sure. If some of the uh, decisions he does make uh, are still questioned by fans and, and I think sometimes even the players. Uh, you look on the bench some, sometimes and sometimes the substitutes that come on they're looking in dis, uh, dismay. Um, I would say we're just going to be a semi-finalist, I think. I don't think we're going to go any further than that. I am I really like watching England in the tournament. I'm a little bit with this Nations League. I'm not a massive fan. I just think, again, players are playing far too m- many games. Uh, you looked at the last England game. How many times did players go down look like they're going to come off? There's four or five England players that looked like they were coming off with either uh, muscle injuries or fatigue-based injuries, and uh, for me, I'm just I'm just not sure if we've got that kind of real Italian kind of grit and qu- quality that really takes them to obviously winning tournaments yet. With Maguire at centre back, we ain't winning shit. That's what I'm just saying. I think I think it's useless. I, I honestly yeah. think Maguire, Maguire, and John Stones is probably our best centre back. And I'm just going well. Let let why me just Eric Dyer.
5: <laughs> How on earth is Eric Dyer not in the England squad? Yeah. That is another question. Yeah,
0: that's that, don't get me started he, on that he, one as well. Would,
2: now <laughs> he would he would start for England for me. He he yeah, would start it's... for England. Better than means Better than Maguire. Better. Yeah, than but
0: Daniel. why doesn't Jack Grealish start? I mean, that's another. Just you know, you bring him on with fifteen minutes to go. He changed the whole game as soon as he comes on. But apparently, he doesn't want to play him because he doesn't track back. Well, as soon as he comes on, I mean, if it weren't for Grealish, we wouldn't have got an equalizer anyway. You know, it, it's it's frustrating, but that's Gareth Southgate. He's very safe and does his substitutions too late. But you know, I don't want to Gary. bore you, Lee, because I know you don't watch England. So, no, <laughs> Gary. Listen, I, I don't watch
6: it. in that I do watch the I do watch the tournaments. I'm I'm not an anti uh, yeah. anti uh, England football fan. I, I do watch that, but I've just uh, I I just fail to get really excited into it because I you know yeah. we've been let down so often. And and yeah. Garrett Southgate, he was the safe choice uh, as an England manager. Yeah. And he's going for the same things. That's why Maguire's in the team, because it's the safe thing to do. He plays for Man yeah. United, he must be good. You know, he's not prepared to make those tough decisions. You know, no, you're, you're right. not playing well enough, you're out. We move on, and, and, and every England manager has done the same thing, stuck with the same players, even yeah, when they've
0: been just... playing poorly. I just don't know what his issue is with Jack Grealish either. It's so bizarre. It's just, it's really weird. I think
2: that's from, I think it's from what's name though, isn't it? When he was in the under 21s, when he was managing there, I think there was some kind of, yes. he, was, he was getting pissed all the time or I think he was just half yeah, I think, Yeah,
0: maybe it's a bit of that, isn't it? So just, like, It's a bit like Hoddle and Gascoigne type thing, isn't it? I yeah. think it's something like that really. So. And that was the best
2: time to be an England fan, right? When Gascoigne was playing. Oh, amazing! That was the best time. Yeah, best amazing.
0: Time. I mean, Lee touched on that Italian night and stuff. And yeah. I mean, oh, that that so. that World Cup. I really thought we were going to do it, man. It was yeah. just, you know, we were so unlucky, man. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was gutting. It was gutting. But you know, we kind. I always say to people, I'm used to it because I'm a Tottenham fan. So when it comes to England, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if yeah. anyone can can take a defeat and go out in a, a final or a semi, it's um. It's us, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, we're conditioned for it, isn't it? So,
5: <laughs> Well, Richard right, said uh, semi-finals. Lee, what are you going with?
0: Um, I, I would go to last 16. Gary? I'd probably go semi-finals. I'd, I'd agree with Richard. And, and I think sometimes England do surprise, you know, in these kind of friendly type games and stuff. We're never that great. And then we get into the tournaments. We do tend to kick on. And, and look. We we have got to a final in the semi-final. I mean, we you know, third time lucky. We could go one better. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would probably say semi-final as well. Yeah.
2: Germany looked good, didn't they, the other night? Yeah. yeah. Always Germany do.
0: Always do. Yeah, they yeah. did. Always do. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
5: earlier today, this is the last point, by the way. Earlier today, Robbie Keane said it's only a matter of time before Antonio Conte wins trophies at Spurs. Now, I'm going to ask you all the uh, the last question of the show. <laughs> are the trophies coming? Gary? <laughs> um, they, they bloody better be, I'll tell you. Because you, I know, mean, you know what the right reply is 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 here, don't you? Of course they
1: are.
0: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to. I mean, I don't know. You're gonna, be this, you're... <laughs> you're gonna be doing You're going to be doing Along serving. with that shirt. <laughs> yeah, you're, when you're 105 and we're all going to be there and we're going to be like, oh. You remember that time we got to the final, and we got to the semi and we got this and... Oh, look, come on, it has to, man. If everyone was going to win a trophy, it just has to be under Conte. And I think, you know, we don't set our sights too high. Let's try and get an FA Cup in there. Anything like that, Carabao even, and just move on from there. I don't think we're going to win the Champions League. We're not going to win the Premier League. But, you know, there's no reason why we can't win one of them trophies. But I think, I think that you know, Daniel Levy, I know it's all about top four and everything else. But, you know, Daniel Levy, Conte, they'll be aware of Tottenham Hotspur... And the trophy drought, it's been since 2008. They're not shooting. Sure. I mean, if you think, right, we won that FA Cup. Right? I remember being at that game in 91 against Nottingham Forest. Right. And now they're coming back into the league. I mean, it's just, when I think about it, I think 1991. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just ridiculous. We haven't won the FA Cup since then. I think we were the record holders at that point. Yep. You know, it. it's, yep. Yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Look, so we've had these conversations over and over. It's long overdue. You know, 2008 Carabao, you know, we've come close. I mean, it really is. It's so frustrating. You know, we've got top four, which is absolutely amazing. And I love that. But it just really annoys me when you get the Arsenal fans in particular. And they're like, well, trophies. When's the last time you won a trophy? And And what frustrates me about it is not that we haven't won the trophy, but yet... We came so close to probably getting the biggest trophy ever with the Champions League. And, and we, we lost to a, for a pretty rubbish Liverpool side as well. And, and I just think if we can get to the Champions League final with Poch, you know, we can definitely do it under Conte and we can win a trophy. You know, we can. We have to believe, don't we? We have to. Yep. <laughs> Is that a, a risk? risk. Is that a yes then?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to hang myself I out goodness, and man. say yes. Like politicians, uh, I tell you. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get an answer out of some people, honestly. Yes just, or no.
5: I, it's just a it's pain. Just to come on here and just say yes it's, or no, no
0: Gary. I, I can't when it comes to Tottenham and the trophy. It's too painful. I've, it takes me back to the past. It's just it's <laughs> horrific. <laughs>
2: You you.
5: you know what? It's impossible to try and keep these podcasts to an hour. It really is. No, it's not gonna happen with me on that. Chris, Um,
0: I spoke for ten hours in the car going to Rennenbach. I mean, come on,
5: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'll run out of power seat tomorrow, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Rich, for someone who's won so many medals and trophies like you have. um, are we gonna be seeing football wear very soon?
2: I, I think infrastructure wise it's looking more positive, isn't it? I think you like, obviously, training ground, stadium. This, the Conte has said, obviously, the infrastructure's here, we just need the team on the pitch. And, we in the past, we've had, kind of, lots of kind of players that have been nearly, um, Pochettino did great yeah. with the side to get us to the Champions League final. I, I, I think we were, I think inexperience cost us there. Uh, yeah. And he kind of banked on Kane winning us that, that final. I think he should have, mm. he should have got, gone with form. Um, and we were just really unlucky with it, with obviously the penalty um, and the, the dodgy referee decision. Mate, I was yeah. there. I was nearly crying after a minute. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Conte is only at Spurs because Levy said, I'm backing you and I believe we can, one, be competitive in the league. So, challenging for the Premier League. I'm not saying we're going to win it. We will challenge for the Premier League next year. That's what I believe. And we can win yeah. the Cup.
4: But
0: yeah. it is,
2: there's a, you have to have the, the luck, don't you? you have yeah, have the luck in as the well. Cup. Yeah. yeah, if you get a... Like, you look at, look at Liverpool. They had the easiest one into the Champions League. And then they got found out against um, Real Madrid that Liverpool were the better team. But um, they lost to Real Madrid because of how Real Madrid always stay in the game and then take their opportunities. I think yeah. we will win a trophy next year.
0: But you're right, Rich. Richard. You, you said luck and you do need just a little bit of luck when you're talking about cups and stuff as well. In every mm. game, you just need that little bit of luck, you know?
5: Yeah, for sure. Rich, can I, can I just ask you again? Um, did I hear right? <laughs> you say you think we're going to challenge for the Premier League next season. <laughs> uh, n- listen,
2: listen. Can't yes or no. Conte no. Conte is only at Spurs if the board show ambition to challenge for the league. That is what I believe. And so yep. that's your answer. <laughs> so is that a yes or a no? Conte <laughs> is only at the club if if the team uh, <laughs> yes yes yeah. no, 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 yeah, yeah. I love I believe, I believe I believe we'll be in the top three next season
4: yeah
5: Lee Lee are the trophies coming please do not give me a politician's answer <laughs> <are they? laughs> Yeah.
6: yes of course Chris
5: <laughs> <laughs> love it love it well Um, Thank you so much, uh, Lee, Gary, and Richard. It's been a fantastic show. Really enjoyed talking to the three of you. Um, Gary, tell everyone where they can find you on social media and what you're up to at the moment.
0: Well, you can find me on Instagram. Give us a little add and follow, because I had my other account hacked a few months ago, which was very annoying. And apart from that, you can catch me on stage at the Dream Boys every Saturday night, but I don't think that would be your cup of tea. And um, that's about it, really. Other than that, I just love... I'm doing this thing at the moment now where I'm trolling AFTV and any Arsenal fan and I'm going back through, I know, it's really sad. I'm going back through old games, right? And I'm, I'm like, for example, I watched the uh, Newcastle Arsenal game the other day and then I'm just sending it to all the, all the Arsenal fans, all the AFTV lot, and I'm back and forth doing boomerangs and stories. I just love it because I don't think we've really pressed enough on how good it was we finished fourth and they bottled it. I just thought that was absolutely amazing. And Although it wasn't a trophy, it was pretty close to a trophy, wasn't it? I mean, if there was a trophy for butlers, then definitely Arsenal would win it. So. <laughs> and Lee, thanks so much for coming on again. And tell
5: everyone where they can find your YouTube and uh, what content are you putting out at the moment?
6: Yeah, so I'm pretty much on all the, all the socials. Lee, the Dorset Spur, you'll find me everywhere. I am doing my uh, walking and talking about Tottenham. Every couple of days I put a video out. I'm just working on my new OnlyFans. Um, It's called Lee the Chubby chubby Spur. I haven't got a six-pack like Gary, so, you know, if you you you're the dad bods, I'll be the I'm I'm up on holiday tomorrow. I love one of your
5: messages, though, Lee, uh, that I saw on social media to Gary saying, how on earth can you eat all those sweets and still have a six-pack like you do?
6: <laughs> yeah. I know, it's cutting.
0: Does
5: it it's
6: happen? the secret. It's not fair, is it? It's not fair. It's the secret. It's, it's, the, secret. it's, it's the secret. I can't tell you all my answers. <laughs> I watch him eating in Arribo when I get fatter.
3: It's not fair. <laughs>
5: and, Rich, thanks so much for coming on again. And uh, I will personally see you in a couple of weeks for your event, Run With Rich. Tell everyone about that again and how they can get involved.
2: Yeah, awesome. It's uh, on the 25th of June. Um, I'm on Instagram and, and uh, obviously Twitter, like you all know. Uh, follow me and also then enrol in the run. Me and Chris, uh, some uh, local athletes uh, from Nottingham, like Lee Woods, uh, World Boxing Champion, are going to be there. going uh, to be a great event. It's fully inclusive. So if you don't run, it's a walk, jog, run event. Um, just, yeah get behind the event, um, want to see as many Spurs fans as as possible because some of my Arsenal mates are going to be there and we need to take the piss out of them.
0: Yeah. As
2: always, yeah, thanks, Chris. And everybody that's on the call today, please subscribe and like, obviously, the pod.
5: Thank you, Rich. Well,
2: Lee, Gary, Rich, can't thank you
5: enough. And uh, thanks so much for watching, everybody. And as you've heard, Lee, Gary and Richard all say the trophies are coming. Until the next (laughs) one, come on, you Spurs.
4: Thanks for watching the Spurs Chat Podcast, hosted by Chris Cowlin. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching this on an audio platform, please hit that follow button. Also, look out for other episodes on the channel, including daily Tottenham news editions, legend and celebrity interviews, and match previews. Please remember to check out the channel sponsors: William Hill, One Football, Live Football on TV, and Zooch Converters.
1: PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code Football and get your first deposit instantly matched up to one hundred dollars. Go to PricePicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code Football to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details.